Welcome to Hustle and Faith. This podcast is dedicated to helping you find your trail to a happier, healthier you by discussing topics regarding Christianity, health and wellness, beauty, and so much more. I'm your host, Tasha Johnson. In today's episode, we're going to discuss what is your definition of a successful friendship? So I'll be celebrating my birthday this month, and during this month, I normally take more time than usual to reflect on my life. And as I grow older, I want to make the most of my time. (laughs) Therefore, I take time to review the good, the bad, and the ugly. And so while reflecting on my life, I know that God has truly blessed me. Now, there's been a lot of chaos in the world, but my life has been good. You know, I've got my health, I've got strength, my family's good, my job's good. I literally just bought my first place this year, and it's a condo with a balcony on the lakefront overlooking Lake Michigan. And I know, I know, (laughs) the only reason I'm experiencing the level of success that I've achieved is because my mom gave me the gift of discernment. Again, she gave me the gift of discernment. I know what true friendship is supposed to be, so I can spot a fake one a mile away. And the reason why this is so important is because allowing the wrong person into your world can really increase your chances for failure. So I remember having a conversation with someone that I really didn't know. I knew this person in a professional setting. And we knew each other, but we weren't really friends, right? So needless to say, I was somewhat surprised when this person came to me for advice. They were describing a situation that sounded like if they didn't confront the other person causing them trouble, they were going to get fired, okay? So the sad thing is that I remember from this conversation is that this person ended the story that they just told me with this sentence. It's just so difficult, Tasha, because we know each other and we're friends. Now, a lot of y'all know me. I do not have a poker face. So I'm just shaking my head in disbelief because the actions that this so-called friend, again, using air quotes on that one, uh, (laughs) and this story in this story that I'm telling you were really the actions of an enemy. And the worst kind of people in this world are the ones that smile in your face while they're stabbing you in the back. And that's what was happening in this story. However, the really sad thing is that the person who came to me for advice didn't even realize it. They had been in this situation so long that they couldn't see the forest through the trees. And so in trying to help this person, I explained to them that if you act like a doormat, then you have to expect people to walk on you. I literally had to point out to them several times throughout the story that they told me how this so-called friend's behavior towards them was not how a friend is supposed to act. The so-called friend in this story knew that the person I was speaking to was naive, vulnerable, and had a strong sense to be a part of the crowd. And I told this person that even though we weren't friends, that I noticed that they gave off doormat vibes as well. But here's the thing. The difference between me and this person's so-called friend is that this person who came to me for advice knew deep down that I was a good person and would tell them the truth. And like I told this person, You have to take responsibility for how you want to be treated in this world. 
you have two choices. You can either keep attempting to please people who don't like you so you can fit in with the crowd, or you can be independent, live on offense, and do what's best for you, and live out the extraordinary life that Christ came to give us. I chose the latter. (laughs) However, I didn't get here to where I'm standing overnight, okay? Didn't get to where I am in life overnight. Rome was not built in a day, okay? There was a time that I was also a doormat, but my mom continued to pour truth into me, and my life didn't change until I was brutally honest with myself and started working towards strengthening my mind. I was afraid to stand alone. I'd fallen into the trap of thinking that there was strength in numbers. Don't rock the boat. Maybe that person didn't realize they were being mean to me, despite the fact that I brought it to their attention. I kept making every excuse in the book to stay connected with people who were clearly not my friends, but risk losing the very person in my life who actually was being a real friend by telling me the truth. My mom. And that is why whenever people come to me for advice, I do my best to tell the truth. Regardless of how much it hurts, you're always going to get the truth from me. So many people are living less than extraordinary lives because they surround themselves with people masquerading as their friend. The reason this happens is because many people don't know what qualities to look for in a friend. So let's dive into the qualities that both people, yes, both people, must possess in order for the friendship to be successful. One, you just need to be kind. When you put God first and follow the golden rule in doing unto others as you would want to have done unto you, it really shouldn't be that hard to be nice. Absolutely no one wants to spend time with someone who constantly has a bad attitude or feels entitled. And this is one of the main reasons why the number of people you call your friend as you get older will decrease. Again, decrease in number. (laughs) As you grow older, the struggle to find kind, decent-hearted people is real. Life gets in the way. And some people just don't know how to deal with adversity. And they get angry at those who try to help them. Others who see you experiencing success may get jealous and make snotty remarks to downplay your success. And if you allow folks to take their frustration with their lives out on you, then you're going to start to internalize the insecurities they're projecting, which will eventually send your confidence on a very fast downward spiral. (laughs) And when you have a low self-esteem, it's really, really, really hard to determine who you can trust. A real friend needs to demonstrate that they're going to have your back when you really need them. And a real friendship consists of give and take. They don't just take, take, take. The friendship will never survive if either person believes that it's okay to experience success at the expense of stealing from each other. Case in point, I'm going through a situation right now whereby I'm dealing with this Karen in my building. (laughs) And this person has literally proven herself to be a real garbage person, yet had the audacity, or better yet, the caucasity, (laughs) to say that she wanted to have an open, honest, and neighborly relationship. However, again, this person's actions tell another story. They've done nothing but cause trouble by lying to me, 
lying about me, and attempting to steal from me, and a list of other things that I can't get into at the moment. Now, if I was an idiot, which I'm definitely not, (laughs) I would have fallen into this person's trap. Never be so desperate to have a friend that you're willing to enter into a one-sided relationship where the other person is receiving all the benefits of having you as a friend while you're left standing with nothing to show in return. And just to clarify, I'm not talking about money. If you're constantly building someone up and all they do is tear you down so they can feel good about themselves, you need to hightail it out of that relationship. It's better to stay by yourself. And quite frankly, I'd rather be happy and alone than surrounding myself with someone who makes me feel miserable. I mean, I can do bad all by myself. And being around someone you can't trust will steal your joy. And if you're around this thief, you won't ever feel motivated to step outside your comfort zone. Life is too short to allow mediocrity to be the standard of success. And as I told the person who came to me for advice, I will never allow myself to be friends with someone who doesn't inspire or motivate me to level up. I want to be around friends who are going to push me to be my best. And a real friend is going to be able to easily identify your goals. And then they're going to provide constructive ways to improve in areas that are hindering you. And if they can't do it themselves, they're going to do their best to provide you with the resources you need to get the job done. You should be able to see the impact that this person is having on your life. And when you have a person who's kind, trustworthy, and motivates you to live your best life, then, my friend, you have the makings of a beautiful friendship. (laughs) And with this said, what I just described might make you feel like you're searching for a unicorn, right? (laughs) But trust me, this type of friendship does exist. And provided you don't settle for less than the best, God will bring you the friend that you seek at just the right time to go through this crazy thing called life together. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy listening to Hustle and Faith and would like to support the show, please consider sharing it with your friends, leaving a review, donating, or making a purchase at Star and You Crew, our fitness apparel shop. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Pinterest. And remember, if you're everything to everyone, you risk being no one. You never know who you will inspire. See you in the next episode.